Hey, I uh, I know you had some travel issues this week. Um, how long was your layover in Phoenix? 48 hours. Wow. I mean, it's been a while since I've been at Sky Harbor, but that doesn't seem like a great airport to kill four to eight hours. No, 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 no. 48 hours. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's no good. Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. They can't all be winners. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. Pretty good. I know what we're going to talk about later, at least the general concept. And, and I think <laughs> what I'm going to say is, well, you think you think all the toddlers are joining us. I'm just going to thank you for joining us. <laughs> How are you? Ah, you know, uh, um, you know what? I'm here. You know what? We're recording. Uh, it's, uh, you know, that's it's what more could you ask for? Uh, really just, uh, yeah, yeah. We, we figured, we figured out all of the remote recording problems and, uh, we should, we should be good to go. I brought a microphone I'm not using (laughs) cause you know, reasons, um, that's how you know you're on a. That's how you know you're on a on a vacation. Is you brought crap that you, you didn't even end up using. So you brought the big microphone, but you didn't bring the dongle needed for the big microphone. <laughs> because in my infinite wisdom, I thought bringing that dongle was going to be too much work. So, right. So we, yeah. we get what we get. Yeah. Uh, well, so although although it's good that you've now proven, uh, do you need to buy a travel microphone? Any microphone, no matter how big, can be a travel microphone if you're willing to check a bag. <laughs> I even brought the base. <laughs> Normally, you have to call Megan Trainer for that. Let's let's move directly to feedback mm. Mm. because toddler number one told yes. me in no uncertain terms yes. that I am not allowed to sing anymore on this podcast. That's funny. She also gave me the exact same feedback that you are not allowed to sing anymore. <laughs> uh huh. Yep. Well, consistent notes. <laughs> she also, toddler number one, also said. So this was in regard to the Bachelorette that's on in my house. Again, not. It's not something I'm watching. It's just something that's on in my house. Yes. And I I believe that I referred to the male contestants, contestants, as gentlemen callers. You you absolutely did, because I gave you grief over that. But uh-huh. but I believe you probably also received some grief from inside the house as well. Yeah, inside the house reminded me that it's the Bachelorette and not Bridgerton which I also haven't watched and has also been on in our house. <laughs> so there's that. Did you get any feedback from your household or, or um, family? Um, no, I did not. So nope, nothing, uh, nothing, nothing over here. Uh, let's see outside our uh, outside of our household. Sarah, Sarah Judson Brown, toddler, negative 18, tweeted a picture of the Foley City Hall on the Foley account. And it hit my Twitter feed because I follow the city of Foley because, you know. So it hit my, I downloaded the picture, added a cow in front of the city hall and sent it back to her. Here you go. Fixed it for you. (laughs) Now. Was that the escaped cow or did you do, did you go full on rescue cow? Uh, I just did an escaped Holstein. 
Okay. I did not right. give the the rescue cow. No, it wasn't the rescue cow that had escaped. I mean, that would make more sense if she posted a picture of the Foley Fire Department, right? With like, here's the three fire trucks and the rescue cow. Right. Yes. Yeah. This is this is City Hall. They're they're responsible for losing animals, apparently. Yeah. According to. Uh, we also texted back and forth about this is the this is the um, oddball Tuesday night recording since I'm on the road and flying and doing a football game on Friday night and, and Lisa's flying back on there. So anyway, this is being recorded on Tuesday night. So unless you listened early and got your feedback in early, you know, anyway, so Sarah and I texted back and forth on Halloween and she sent me a meme of bottles of mint chocolate soylent. Okay. Yep. Yep. And the note says that I hear the taste varies from person to person. Oh, oh, geez. See, I'm starting to wonder now who's a bigger, like, is it you? Is it her? I don't like she's encouraging you. You're encouraging her. I don't We do. Yes, we kind of encourage each other. That's true. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that was that was about all from the Great White North this week. Um, so a little bit of content there. Did you hear anything from Jesse? I J- Jesse Jesse has um, he he did listen to our uh, what would Todd do segment last week. Um, he, I don't know. He said he laughed at multiple. Uh, multiple of our suggestions, which which I'm a little concerned about. I mean, we were being serious, right? Like, I mean, we're trying to solve a problem for him, <laughs> and and like that's what we get for trying to solve. Hey, hey, Todd and Dwayne, how would I solve this problem? I oh, man, I was laughing. Whoa, hey, hey, we come on now. Um, but he he is he is considering at least one of them, and may have evidence for us later of of one of the uh one of the suggestions we had so yeah oh by the way uh, i i i did hit me however thinking about this yes you know when you were you, you when you were on the role of doing the tv theme songs and then yeah. changing them yeah yes you did the a team which yes. includes if you have a problem if you can find them. And now people are sending us problems. We did kind of ask for it. You specifically asked for it. And, I and did. now it's happening. Yes. So. You know how you find them. No, no G, no space. No G, no space. Yeah. No G, no space. Uh, let's see. I texted. So I texted back and forth with Doug Wilkinson from the Educated Idiots. I was listening to their podcast last week and they started doing a quiz. And as soon as they started, I went, I hope this goes better than ours did. (laughs) Well, it would have to now, wouldn't it? I mean, (laughs) well, they left it in. I don't think anybody has ever heard the quizzes that we've done because they've always gotten cut out. I think we left one in and and okay. then everything else. But yes, yeah. Okay. I, I believe I believe the I believe that was one of those uh, that's coming out that everybody got to hear the full 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, well, there was one where we asked the first question and then I cut it out after that and I and then we never Yes. You yes, remember that? that? Okay, there was that one. Um, the, the, so anyway, the only reason I know one of them must have aired is I just have a distinct remembering driving in the car with Lisa and her answering the questions that you and I could not answer, and her just with almost like, "Oh, come on, that's easy." No, it's not. Not 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 for us. Anyway, there must have been a, there must have been a bunch of Kanye questions in there. I believe it was. Yes, you mean yay? Or ye? Oh, never mind. No, don't do that again. Anyway, go ahead, Doug. <laughs> so, the topic of their quiz was Cheers trivia from the beloved TV series. Okay. Yes. So there were three Cheers questions, and then there were three just general Cliff Clavin kind of bar questions. Mm, okay. And during this, Dan went. 
two for three on cheers and maybe two for three. Yeah, he did. He went two for three on cheers and he went two for three on the bar trivia. I went over six. But during all of this, because he had only gone four for six, he said, and I quote, the talking to Todd guys are going to make fun of me because I failed this test. And I texted Doug, man, I went over six. The fact that he got, if he had gone one for six, he would have done better than me. Obscure cheers trivia Dan is good at, among other things. So I'm just. That. I'm a little. Cons- I'm a little concerned, though. You said he went four for six. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean that's not great, but that is sixty-seven percent, which in my mind, I mean, it's not a passing grade. Is it not? I mean, that feels like that feels like you know you're at least in the D range, right? <laughs> so, oh, and his children's book submission. Yes. Yes. And I quote, if that wasn't the top submission from your listening audience, then I'm severely missing the point and goal of the show. <laughs> so, um, and I, 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 I guess I would have to say that it was the top feedback submission and Jesse's would be the top new segment submission if I had to categorize mm. them. I mean, you know, we are getting near the end of the year. Oh, hey, Toddy's coming up. We do have to start thinking about about categories yes. to award. So think about the, now's the time of year to really start. Actually, the time of year was in, <laughs> is in January, so we could take notes. <laughs> so we didn't have to come up with this at the end of the year. But that didn't happen. So so, so we can start now, <laughs> however. Yep. So, so here we are in November. So if you have... If you have uh, nominations from episodes that you've listened to favorite segment favorite submission favorite porta potty story uh, um favorite time i sung a song <laughs> which i favorite. hear this is this is the first and last year that that award's being given out so it's going to be a special one <laughs> lifetime achievement award huh. why because if you sing again that's going to be it. <laughs> that was the last time he will ever sing in his life. So we'll, we'll never hear that again. You know, I'm, I'm retiring from singing apparently, or no, I'm not retiring. I've been retired. That's yes. You've been it's, retired. There's, there's a difference there. Just, just saying. <clears throat> apparently I've decided to give this up. <laughs> Uh, did did you have anything else that we needed to follow up or any of um, actuallys? Nope, uh, I don't think so. Okay. So you remember this is just a little a, a two minute dip into tech corner here. Okay. You know how you early, and I mean early in the run of this podcast, you talked about how the calm app or the breathe app heads uh headspace headspace or calm yes yeah yeah so apple updated apple also gives you this hey you should breathe right yes what once a day whether you need it or not sorry i didn't sound right anyway Did, did you notice that they updated in the latest version of either the watch OS? Oh, I think it's, I don't know. Anyway, either the watch OS or iOS, they updated their breathe app so that it's now called mindfulness. Um, that came out with the, with the iOS 15 update. Yes. It's now mindfulness. Yes. So I can stop and meditate and be mindful. I guess because there's there's now a couple of different options. I can have it tell me to breathe or it can help me meditate. I mean, there there are so many options now. Have you tried this? Um, I have not. I I think I shut the breathe notifications off quite a while ago. So it uh, it hasn't it hasn't returned. So, no, I have not. I've not used the uh, 
the mindfulness uh, app. Okay. Did I get a pretty good workout this week on your travel? You want to go to that segment? I'm just, I'm just saying, when when one's in a stressful situation, like serenity now, breathe, <laughs> breathe, breathe. And of the two of us, I know that I haven't needed that level of mindfulness or reminder to breathe uh, recently. Um, but I do know that we did want to cover Dwayne's world of travel um, because uh, uh, you you've you can have a good trip or content and you've got content. So I'm in Las Vegas. I was supposed to fly to Las Vegas on Sunday morning early, arriving in time to actually go watch the Bears game with Monica and Brandon and hang out with them during the day on Sunday. On Saturday, I get a message from American that they have canceled one of the legs of my flight. And just to be clear, you are the only person that got that message. What Whatever the message sending thing was at American Airlines this last weekend, Right. Yeah. They, they they used it fully as they canceled literally hundreds and hundreds of flights. I've seen I've seen more than 700 flights. I've seen upwards of a thousand flights. I don't exactly know how many flights that they've canceled. Neither does American. So that's fine. <laughs> but I appreciated on Saturday them giving me plenty of notice right hey because you had an early flight on sunday morning had you gotten up gone to the airport gotten there right. and then said oh oh sorry we should have sent you a text you could have slept in that would have been worse so at that point not knowing that all hell was going to break loose for america i scheduled myself on the five o'clock out of Des Moines through Phoenix and then on into Vegas. Then I can stay in Des Moines. Amy and I can watch the Bears game together and then I can get out. I can sleep in. All good. Fantastic. So that's the plan. During the Bears game at noon, I start getting notices that my five o'clock flight is delayed. Now, mind you, I've got a 90-minute layover in Phoenix. Delayed by 15 minutes, delayed by 30 minutes, delayed by 40 minutes. Huh, okay. Okay, well, I don't need to go to the airport quite so early. That's fine. I'm good. Still got plenty of time. And gets down to finally, looks like, okay, I'm going to have about 20 minutes in between when I land and when the next flight is supposed to take off. But good news, I'm landing at gate A8, and my next flight is going to take off from A3. Not a problem. So flight finally takes off. Wait on the ground, wait on the ground, wait on the ground, wait on the ground. Finally takes off. I'm like, whew, okay, well, maybe they'll make up some time in the air. Because that's a thing you hear about sometimes, and you're like, is that really a thing or is that just something they say? Uh, we can make up time in the air. Really? No. We just like to say it. Anyway. And they let's did. See, they, let's they see did. what this bad boy can do. <laughs> <laughs> so I know it's going to be tight. And they're talking about, they come over, you know, if you, when we land in Phoenix, please, if you're not trying to, we, we know people are trying to make connections. If, you're, if Phoenix is your final destination, please stay in your seat or move to an empty aisle so that those that are trying to make their connections can have a better chance at making those connections. The flight lands. I flip on my cell phone, take it off of airplane mode, and American, Info American informs me that while my flight was in the air, they have canceled the Phoenix to Las Vegas flight. Okay, well, good news. You don't have to hurry now. <laughs> so it's you true. can now 
So you can now sit and let everybody else pass you who is still trying to make a connection. Which was my first thought. And I let a bunch of people go and then there was a gap. And so I grabbed my bag and just got off because there was a gap and I wasn't holding anybody up. Meanwhile, while I'm waiting, I get on the phone with our corporate travel agency because they're quicker. My guess is they're going to be quicker than me standing in line, right? Yep. Yep. So I'm on hold with them. I'm moving through the terminal. The line at the American desk is 50 deep plus. Now, for the record, had the flight existed, I would have made it. I just want to put that out there. I would have made it. Didn't matter. You know, so I, you know, their decision to cancel that flight probably completely hinged on whether your flight was going to arrive on time or not. Had had your flight landed as the door of the other flight was closing, I bet you they would have kept that flight on. They're like, right, this is touch and go. How are we going to screw over Dwayne on this one? Oh, he's going to make it. Ah, you know what? We could use that 737 someplace else. Welcome to Phoenix, baby. <laughs> so I'm on hold with the travel agency and I'm on hold and I'm on hold and I'm on hold for like at this point, 20 minutes. So while I'm on, about 10 minutes into this, I start getting annoyed that I'm on hold with the travel agency for this long. So I sit down at an empty gate pull out my cell phone. I wonder what other options there are to get to Las Vegas. I wonder if I could just drive four hours and 27 minutes. It's already eight o'clock. That put me in. Mm, I don't see myself doing that. Let's see what the other options are. Greyhound. <laughs> no. When, when there are absolutely... I th honestly, I think this is really their slogan. When there are absolutely no other options, Greyhound. <laughs> Branding geniuses we are. I, I think we should pass this along to them. Or Greyhound. What else are you going to do? <laughs> oh. And then I see, thank you, Google Flights. There are two, there are actually two more flights out of Phoenix to Las Vegas. One of them is on Frontier. Wait, wait, what? There's a direct Frontier flight from Phoenix to Vegas oh, that okay. leaves in at 9 p.m. Again, now this is 8.10. For me, the Greyhound might have been a better option than getting on a Frontier flight. Just want to put that out there. But the other option was Southwest, and that flight left at 10 o'clock, which gave me plenty of time to make sure that the ticket got through and I managed to get to wherever I needed. I didn't know where the Frontier flight was going to leave from. I didn't know how far I was going to have to walk. So, but I'm still on hold. I'm like, you know what? Screw this. Get out my corporate credit card and bing, 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 boom. Buy the ticket on Southwest so quickly because I had a hunch that there were a bunch of people trying to get out of Phoenix on things other than American. And those flights were going to go really fast. I didn't even tie it to my rapid rewards or anything. I just punched in my email address, punched in my work credit card and hit submit and boom, in it comes. And I get the confirmation on my phone. Yes. Sweet. Where am I going? C9. Flick, 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 flick. Huh? That's a long ass walk. I better get going. Wonder if I can take a Greyhound over there. $32. Yes. It's not. It might be. It might be as far from the A concourse where I was for American in Phoenix to the C concourse where I was going for Southwest in Phoenix. It is a long ass walk. So I finally get over there. Go up to an empty counter that a guy's just a Southwest guy's just in, and I'm like, okay, here's the deal. I've got the confirmation number on my phone. Can you get me a boarding pass? He's like, absolutely. Do you have a rapid rewards? Yep. Why don't you give me that number? We'll associate it all together. 
Really? Okay. Click, 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 click. Boom. Hands me the piece of paper. Boom. Up it pops on my phone. Then boom. Hey, there's the flight on my Southwest app on my phone. I'm golden. I don't even need the paper ticket anymore. And then that flight was delayed by about 30 minutes getting out of Phoenix for unknown reasons. They didn't even tell us whatever. There's there's a bunch of American jets just parked behind us, not moving. So we got to get somebody to move those planes. Finally got to the hotel at 1230 Monday morning. Meanwhile, American still thinks I'm in Phoenix because I never told them anything. And as far as they know, they've stranded you there. So, yeah. Where else is he going to go? So amongst all of this, good conference, learned a lot. Trade show was fantastic. Um, This is professional development for me. This is a trade show for trade show people and continuing education classes on how to do. Yeah, it's it's meta. (laughs) Oh, if it was truly meta, you just sit your you just sit at your couch and put on the the headset and then just lay. But anyway, no, too much. No, never mind. Okay, go ahead. So. Several of the classes ended up getting canceled, including the one that I'm supposed to take tomorrow afternoon. Put on by American Airlines, how to provide good customer service for your conference guests. Yeah, they know should. <laughs> so they're, they're stuck in Phoenix and can't get here. So this afternoon I started thinking, well, well, wait, before before you get before you get to this afternoon, I mean, yeah. Americans still thought you were in Phoenix. At some point, did they offer to get you from Phoenix to Las Vegas? Did oh, they yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they eventually route you? They I did. Mean, not Sunday night because it was late and that flight right. got canceled, but surely they could have put you on a flight like Monday morning, Monday afternoon. I mean, you would have gotten there a little later, but they offered to get you there at some point, right? Well, their first offer was... Monday, leaving at 545, going through Los Angeles, and finally arriving Monday night at 1045. So they could could fly to Los Angeles and then cancel that one. (laughs) Right. Hey, welcome welcome to LAX. Uh, This bench is good for sleeping. (laughs) And so I declined that option knowing that I had another plan. And then, I don't know, a couple of hours later, maybe overnight, I don't know, I guess I woke up on Monday morning and to find out that American had scheduled me to arrive in Las Vegas. Well, not yet, because as we record right now, it's 8.22 p.m. on Tuesday evening. According to American, I'm still not here yet. Okay. So the original plan was leave Sunday morning yeah. from Des Moines and be in Las Vegas on Sunday at a, at an early enough time that you could catch the late football game. I could catch the early football game. I would have been here by 9.30 a.m. Okay. So okay, so you were originally to be Sunday by 9.30 and then, and then, flights, yeah. the, and then the flights delayed and then uh, canceled and then delayed. And so American eventually said instead of you being in las vegas on sunday at 9 30 in the morning we can get you there by tuesday at like 9 p.m well and that's what they originally said right now that flight i believe is scheduled to land at 11 30 tonight <laughs> oh wow yeah you can't make this crap up so i'm like you know what i I probably ought to tell them at some point that I didn't use the middle section, but I did need to use segments three and four, Vegas to Dallas, Dallas to Des Moines on Thursday so that they don't cancel them when they discover that I'm not on segment two, right? Although, given the way that they're running their airline, the the idea that they would discover that you didn't make a flight three days, two days later, I, odds of them figuring that out are probably almost none. But 
but it was probably a good idea because yes, if you don't if you don't make one segment, they tend to cancel the other segments. Everything else, right? Yeah, they'll cancel everything else that follows after that if you skip. But today, given that I've got a 10 a.m. class tomorrow morning, I basically have nothing else the remainder of the day, with the exception of the absolute last session of the conference that's titled how to get something good out of the last session of the conference again. All right. Now it's just getting a little too meta. Like, Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Uh What are the, what are the odds that that would have been scheduled as the last session? You would think they would schedule it as one of the first sessions so that you could actually use that knowledge later in, but no, no, no. Hey, (laughs) Although if it's like any conference that I've been at, they're not putting that one in the big ballroom. That that one's in the that one's in the six person conference room, <laughs> and there's plenty of seating. I can also tell you that I am not going to be there because I started I started looking at what it was going to cost: hundred and sixty dollar hotel room, change fees, credits, and change the and so I get on the phone with the travel agency again. They're like, well. I think it's going to cost you $171. Like, well, the hotel room is going to be $161. And uh, if I don't, uh, let, so I, I go down to the front desk, talk to the lady at the front desk. She's like, yeah, you can check out tomorrow. There's no penalty or anything. That's fine. You can check out a day early. Oh, okay. So then it's basically a push. If I cancel the Thursday flight, move it to Wednesday, pay the $171 difference, but then I'm not paying the hotel room, eh, we're good. But then the travel agent... She was fantastic. I just got to tell you. She said, well, you've got a credit on Delta. Why don't we just book you a new one-way ticket on Delta and then tell America to cancel everything because they still think you're in Phoenix. (laughs) I said, that's a hell of an idea. So we did. So I'm checking out tomorrow. I'm going home on Delta, which was Lisa's recommendation. And uh, and and I'm even go- I'm going to the 10 a.m. session and then I'm going to go grab lunch and then I'm going to the airport and then I'm going home tomorrow. So hopefully I will not have any more content on this Vegas trip next week. I I did have a note from Lisa as real time follow up. As you were explaining some of your, I hadn't heard all of it, but I'd heard some of it. Her response back to me was tell Dwayne, quote, fly Delta, unquote. (laughs) So so once again, we are getting consistent notes. (laughs) So, so, so I'm just, wow, this is a four day trip and you're going to fly three separate airlines. For a yes. four day trip. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so here's you're, here's the you're other You're treating airlines like Pokemon. Like I gotta collect them all on this trip. Well, and because I'm using a Delta credit, American is going to refund all of everything from the other one because they screwed up so bad this last weekend. It's like American is paying me to fly home early. <laughs> you know what they're thinking? you know what? He's going to cancel and we don't have to worry about him. And that frees up a seat on a flight. We're probably going to cancel anyway. (laughs) Great. (laughs) What we need right now is less passengers to deal with. Please, please take the money. Just. Yeah. So, um, get to, to piggyback on from last week's new segment, given all of that experience, what would Todd have done? Well, step one, I wouldn't have flown American. Okay, that's this. Yeah, well, there, there's your problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, realistically, you know, you you probably did about as well as you could do at that point. the The thing that's interesting is you're telling me that story. I mean, I used to travel for work. It was quite a while ago, but I did. And Lisa's traveled for work for a long time. And the amount of stuff you can get you can get done yourself on your own phone is very very helpful now, right? Because um, when I was traveling, uh, I mean, we had cell phones, but they didn't they weren't they weren't smartphones. And uh, and even though to this day, if one of us is traveling, 
now it's usually Lisa, but if one of us is traveling, whoever is at home is essentially on permanent standby to always be ready to look for flight options, um, hotel options in the city that you have now landed in and can't leave, uh, rerouting, um, basically just uh, at any point. All right, let me go see what I can do for you here. Okay, so we got a couple of flight options for you. <laughs> it's, it's always handy to have to have uh, travel support available that is not corporate travel support. <laughs> well, because you can't always get through to corporate travel support. And my thinking when I was stuck in Phoenix and dropping $177 on the Southwest one-way flight from Phoenix to Vegas was... That's still cheaper than whatever hotel I'm probably going to stay at on the company's dime in Phoenix. And as it turns out for two nights (laughs) (laughs) back in, uh, we, we could, we could go on with travel stories for a long time back, back in, um, this is probably like 2002, 2003. I got to go to a client in Georgia, flying Delta land at Atlanta on a Sunday night. And uh, they've been hit by a an ice storm. Um, the entire state has been hit by a ice storm. So they have now canceled all flights. Luckily, my flight got to land, but they've canceled all flights out of Atlanta, which I don't know if you know, right? But Atlanta's a little busy as it comes to an airport. And so we all do what you did. Like, like when you're saying this, I'm having a flashback to Atlanta, which is why I'm saying this. We all get off our flight as is every other plane in Atlanta and everybody is going to stand in line at the counter to go get their certificate for $20 off a hotel room. And the line is now like a hundred people long and people are just getting in line. And as I, as I get off the plane, cell phone flights canceled, need a hotel like Neo in the matrix. (laughs) I need a door. And Lisa's like, call you back in three minutes. All right, here's your hotel. Get on it. Here's the shuttle bus. Go. And uh, I got there. And I'm. And uh, meanwhile, every hotel around the Atlanta airport is now filling up as people are getting off planes. It's like, hey, do you want your $20? Nope, not get in line. Nope, I want nope. to sleep tonight. And right. the only shot I have is to get out of this airport as quick as possible and get myself into a, I have a reservation, but at this point, things are going to get ugly here. I need to be in a room with the door locked before yep. all of these people good luck. <laughs> oh, good times. You know, business travel is just so luxurious, isn't it? I mean, you know, oh, you get to travel for a living. How awesome that must be. <laughs> Travel for work is not a perk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do we have time for any idiots? Nah, you know what? They're not worth it. They'll wait. That's fine. <laughs> Did you watch anything this week? Well, I was going to say, I think we just spent the last 25 minutes nominating an idiot, some idiots. <laughs> Including anyway. yours truly. But hey, you know, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I win an idiot award for Flying American. Self-admitting. Yeah, what you, yeah, what you going to do? What are you going to do? Um, let's see. What are we watching? So last, I think last week I asked you, in, in preparation for No Time to Die, did we need to watch all the previous Bond movies? And you said, no, just watch a little bit of Spectre and you'll be good. Yeah. Thank you for the advice. We completely ignored it. So what we did instead was... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. For the for the record, yes. toddlers, Todd used to take the same tack on any advice that I would give him with women. So, true to form. Hey, what should I do with this? How about this thing? What would Todd do? Exactly the opposite. Yeah, when I said that, I had I I I I did have a sense of deja vu about that. <laughs> Anyway, uh, moving on. <laughs> so I think last Friday night, we were like, hey, what do you want to watch? And I said, why don't we throw on Casino Royale? Great flick. You know what? It, you may not need it to know to watch No Time to Die. It's a great show. I mean, it's just it's a great movie. So we put that on and we watched it. And 
I have to say, it made a lot more sense to me now than the last time I watched it. Okay. There's a lot of stuff going on in there. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. And I, so we watched it and Lisa's like, huh, I don't think I've seen that. She goes, no, I don't. I mean, I think it was on at some point, but I don't know. So, so she watched it. We watched it and went, oh, that, that's really good. Right. And if you, you then remember, and again, it's sort of like, wow, um, this bond is really violent. Like he has blood on him. We were joking about how somehow, first of all, Pierce Brosnan would never get into this long of a fist fight. And if he did, uh, his suit would be immaculate at the end of it. Anyway. True. So then the, so the next night, then I said, you know what? We might as well just keep watching. So let's go watch Quantum of Solace. And I even said, please don't make me watch that. And you said, no, you don't need to. Nobody should. And I watched it again. And here's what I have to say. The second watch. I was like, I, I don't remember why I didn't like this movie. I mean, is it as good as Casino Royale? No. Is it a pretty good film? There's good elements. Um, and I think, I think what I, I thinking this through though, I think the reason why is it needed the second watch. Cause I'm pretty sure at the end of it, the first time I watched it, I literally was like, what just happened? What, what? who are these people you didn't even you you introduced people and then you didn't even talk about like i was i was angry and confused and now this time i'm just like it is what it is it'll all be out later and it's also one of the shortest bond movies there is i think it's it's fairly it's fairly short so you can get through it and you're like oh okay that's not bad so anyway um turns out i thought quantum masalas was terrible um it's it's perfect. It's perfectly fine. Then Lisa had to get on a plane because she's traveled this weekend uh, this week. So when she gets back, uh, we we've got uh, Skyfall and Spectre uh, next on the list to get fully caught up, and then we'll be ready to either watch or not watch No Time to Die. But we're we're going through all of them. So anyway, and um, yeah, a new tagline for Quantum of Solace: Not as bad as you remember. I think that's also the tagline for Venom. <laughs> I'm guessing that's because on the second watch, you really picked up a lot of the subtle storylines that you were missing from Venom the first time, right? Had to be. Yeah, had to be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. The story within a story within a story. Yeah. I do have to. I did look up something after watching Quantum of Solace. Because I want, I was trying to figure out something, and I looked at it, and then I found a story about it. There is a reason why Quantum of Solace does have some issues. Apparently, that script was delivered two days before the writers' union went on strike. Oh, and according to the article, <clears throat> they interviewed Daniel Craig, and he basically said, "Normally, you get a script, and then you start shooting it." And then you start making tweaks. Oh, this doesn't make any sense. Why don't we rewrite this? Or, you know, let's maybe here's a different bit of dialogue, right? And you work with the screenwriter to kind of shape the story. Basically, he said, what he said was the screenwriter was told you have to rush this because you have to get this to us before you go on strike or you don't get paid. So there were concepts in there but maybe not as well thought out of a script as need be. And then they delivered it. And then basically Daniel Craig said it was him and the director looking this over going, I don't know what to do about this part. So they they knew they had some problems and they did the best they could to fix them. Page 82 fight scene. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to say watching Watching the movie a second time going, this isn't as bad as I thought. And then you read the article. The script was rushed and then we couldn't fix it because we didn't have any writers. And you go, yep, yep, that tracks. (laughs) That all starting to come together now. So anyway, uh, what are you watching? So I'm still making my way through lock and key. I had a uh, continuity issue this week. There. Uh, the show is set in Massachusetts. They did a Winterfest carnival thing, and there's snow, 
everywhere, right? Because it's Winterfest. Okay. But my guess is these this was filmed by people who live in California and don't understand how a Winterfest works. Because if it were a Winterfest where I live, even if there was snow everywhere, you would have shoveled away the snow for the paths the people are walking on. They didn't do any of that. There's just snow everywhere with people walking on the snow. And at that point, you lived in cold weather long enough to know that if the snow is there and it just gets trampled with people walking on it, what happens that, to that snow? Well, now you got an ice rink. That's exactly what you got. That that absolutely would not happen in cold weather climate, not for a winter fest, because that's a liability issue, among other things. And as a matter of fact... If you show up to a place that's covered in snow, the safest place to walk is not on the sidewalks. You want to walk on the grass because that's where you get the traction because the either the snow is compacted on the cement and it's ice or the snow on the cement is the slipperiest part you can walk on. And so you would just avoid all of it. Right. Exactly. So clearly I'm like, as I'm watching the scene unfold, I I can't focus on the scene because I'm because I'm fixated on why aren't these people slipping and falling on their ass on the hard, slick, packed down snow where somebody should have shoveled. Clearly, somebody should have shoveled. And if this was real, they would have. But again, fantasy, magic, so, whatever. Oh, oh, OK. All right. You never know when these are going to come. Business opportunity. All right. All right. Talking to Todd, cold weather technical advisor for movies. I think that's now, a heck of an idea. Here's the thing, though. We're, we're pretty specific, right? So we kind of go from the, the middle, like like the middle latitude up to like maybe maybe just south of Minneapolis. Like that's our band, right? Because once you get up to once you get like Minneapolis and north of that, that's like real winter. And we're out because we don't know. No, no, no. We can take those jobs. We'll just subcontract them to toddler negative 18. She's got that. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, do we need to do we need to shovel the paths? No, just let the cows go. They'll they'll take care of it. Uh, so we watched that. We watched a show on Netflix. I think it was on Netflix called Attack of the Hollywood Cliches. Have you seen this? Um, no, I have not. Rob isn't, that, Lowe. isn't that every sitcom ever? Well, this is in movies more so than sitcoms. I'm sure there's going to be a sequel of Attack of the Sitcom Cliches, but Rob Lowe is the host and it cuts together, honestly, every cliche you can think of and examples, multiple examples of them. Um, there's some, you know, humor you know, and how it's cut together. It, it's kind of in the same vein. If you liked the movies that made us, you'd like this. Uh, we, we enjoyed it. And then we also watched free guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you, did you rent that or did you go, is it still in the, it's not still in the theaters, is it? It might still be in some theaters, but we rented it on Amazon prime. Okay. All right. And this is uh, Ryan Reynolds, right? It is. It's Ryan Reynolds. And Taka Wakiti yeah. is, is the bad guy. I cannot recommend this movie enough. It's pretty good, huh? It is. It is. It's really great. The, the relationships between the characters, there's some cameos that are great. Just how the story develops. Ryan Reynolds is fantastic. I will watch him do almost anything. I'll even watch him do Green Lantern. Uh, I he's I just think he's hilarious. You know, there's some Easter eggs in there that are really obvious but really funny. Um, I don't know. It's I just if you've got right now on Amazon Prime, it's four ninety nine. Just rent it, people. It's it is highly highly entertaining. We watched it and then. 
because we've got the family Amazon account, we texted Lucas, hey, we watch free, have you seen Free Guy yet? No, I haven't seen it, but I've been wanting to. We're like, okay, we won't make it all the way through. So then you can just back it up to the beginning because once <laughs> you start it, if you end it, your time is shorter. But if you don't end it, you've got 48 hours to finish watching it. Did you know that? Um, no, because we, so we rent off of Apple. Okay. Uh, so the rules are slightly different there, but that's, that's actually what I learned this week was (laughs) from Amazon. If you watch it all the way through, it starts shutting off your time earlier than if you just stop it in the middle of the credits and then you can go back and you can watch it again. So don't fall asleep and let it run all the way out, I guess is, is the moral (laughs) of the story there. Uh, Did you learn anything this week? (laughs) I just realized now I should have asked, Hey, did you watch a free guy on that American airlines flight? Anyway, sorry. I was good. Actually, I was going to download it. (laughs) Okay. So I learned, uh, I learned, two things and I'll make them fairly quick. Number one, I I don't know what has happened to football commentators, but what I learned this weekend on a college game, it's not what I learned exactly, but I literally said out loud, you get paid to watch this. And if you don't give a damn about this game, why should I? Absolutely fair. Saturday night, October 30th, uh, watching a college game, University of Utah is playing. Ten minutes left in the game. The score is 35-24. So, you know, it's a two-score game. Ten minutes left. They come back from break. And they start talking about Halloween candy. They have graphics. They have multiple graphics packages talking about the broadcaster's favorite Halloween candy. The sideline reporter interviewed both coaches earlier in the game and asked them, what's up with candy corn? So that the sideline reporter could say, so I interviewed the head coach of Utah and I asked him, what's up with candy corn? Really? Really? At one point... At one point, at this point, they're going on and on, and now they're all in on candy corn. And one's like, I like it. The other one's like, it's terrible. And they're laughing. Ha, 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 whatever. They have not commented on the game in the last two minutes. They haven't said a thing about anything that's happening on the field. There is a 15-yard penalty for a late hit, and this is the audio that happened. Not bad. I like candy corn. They they have completely stopped watching the game. They went, I went back and started my timer just to see. They went more than three minutes of game time on the game clock, not actual time, of game time, which means the clock has stopped. <laughs> and they are still incomplete pass. Clock is stopped. Punt, clock is stopped. They have gone for over six minutes of real time without ever talking about the game other than to talk about whether they like candy corn or not. And then when they get done with it, this is what they say right before going to commercial. This game's a long way from, uh, this game's a long way from over. So when we come back, let's see how it goes. Dave Fleming and Rod Gilmore, there is a certain place in sports announcing hell for you. Although I, I know that their producers thought it was a really good idea. Anyway. Oh, I, wow. I watched Peyton and Eli on Monday night, along with Michael Irvin in the fourth quarter. Those guys, I mean, you're not watching them to watch the football game. Right. And they're not really watching the football game, but they're still commenting more on the football game than that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. Oh. Second thing I learned this weekend. This also comes from college football. Do not mess with the Ohio State marching band. Excuse me, the Ohio State University marching band. Because 
whatever you think you can do, however you think you can top them, however cute you think you can be to put them in their place, they will crush you. And you think, how can a marching band crush another marching band? What I will tell you is, even if you think that that's impossible, there's two videos that are out there that you need to see. The first one, actually, you only need to see to find out how bad Ohio State owned the University of Michigan marching band. Apparently, last weekend, the University of Michigan marching band, by the way, college football has now changed a bit. The University of Michigan marching band, during their during their halftime show, ran a routine where they made a guy playing beer pong <laughs> on the field. So there's a stick figure, right? So this is the band. There's a stick figure, right. and other members are cups. Okay. And then they have they have a big white ball come out, like a ping pong ball. You know ping pong balls. And they literally take the arm and throw a ping pong ball and it goes across the field and it hits the edge. And as it's getting ready to bounce out, they turn it around and it has the O from Ohio state and it bounces out. Oh, then another white ball comes up and they turn it around and it has the M of Michigan and the guy, the stick figure throws that and it goes across the field, bounces on the cup and then goes in and everybody goes nuts, right? Ha ha ha. Oh, isn't that cute? When I play beer pong, Ohio State doesn't go in the cup and Michigan does. Gotcha. The following week, Ohio State, you have to see this video. I, I saw this. I saw this article a couple of days ago and I thought, oh, it's kind of cute. I read the headlines, whatever. I watched the video in preparation for this and I literally went, this is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. They make two stick figures. So again, this is the band, two stick figures. They then flip over and have a Michigan, the M logo. The one guy reaches up again. These are all people marching and playing music at the same time, grabs the Michigan flag while the second stick figure reaches out and opens a lid on the trash can also made of marching band people <laughs> opens the lid and the person takes the Michigan uh, logo, moves his arm and goes to drop the Michigan logo in the trash can. As it gets close, they unfurl an Oscar the Grouch <laughs> flag. You're clear that this is a trash can. Oscar then grabs the, the Michigan logo and pulls it in. And then the person closes the lid on the trash can and they threw Michigan in the trash. And I thought, you know what? I don't <laughs> Michigan brought a ping pong ball to a garbage can fight. and <laughs> They need to stop, right? They need to go after like Bowling Green or somebody else because they need to stop messing with Ohio State. Which, sorry, the Ohio State. I, we're not, I'm not going to say a bad thing about them because I don't want them to mess with talking to Todd. Anyway, um, you, we should send out a link or something because this is amazing. <laughs> the music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. It's available on Incompetech.com under a Creative Commons Attribution License. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd on Overcast or Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Podbean, wherever you get your pods. Just search Talking and the number two. No G, no space. We have a page on Facebook. You can tweet us on Facebook. Pretty sure that's how that works. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. Oh, hey, speaking of. Hey, look at that. That's a Talking to Todd t-shirt. It's a Talking to Todd t-shirt. I will post a picture of it on the web. And it is, it is the, it's the logo, but it's the cutout logo. So it looks really good. It's us in a car on, on a black t-shirt. I'm not sure whether it's weird for me to wear a shirt with, a, with my face on a shirt that I'm wearing. It seems a little odd, but I don't know. Anyway, I have a new Talking to Todd t-shirt. If you're interested <laughs> in a Talking to Todd t-shirt, we can hook you up. Where was I? Oh, if you want to do that, 
You can leave us a voicemail at 515-ALSO-CPA. That's 515-257-6272. Support for the editing of this podcast was brought to you by Toddlers 3187 and 17. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office and Museum. The website is talkingtotodd.com. Thanks to our listeners, especially the new ones. Please tell your friends. You can send your feedback to feedback at talkingtotodd.com, even though no one but Jesse does that. Todd? If you want to stop by the the, uh, home office in uh, Tuba City, Arizona, uh, please think about using our uh, American Airlines, the official travel partner of Talking to Todd podcast. (laughs) They're slogan, no. we won't get you there, but we'll get you close. <laughs> At that point, I think I was closer to Tuba City than I was to Las Vegas. I could have stopped you, by. You, you could have just swung through on your way. Yeah. I mean, that's I, a long way, but it would have worked. <laughs> I could have stopped by to see us at the Tuba City Home Office and Museum. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm scouting oh. locations. I could have written the trip off. Oh, my goodness. Wait, you're on a business trip. It's already a right. You know what? Never mind. Never mind. mind. That's fine. That's fine. Um, You know what? That's good enough for this time. I'm out. (laughs) Well, on that note, until next week, we've been talking to Todd. You're welcome.